Your first eight guys maybe should be blue plate specials, but those back five guys, they should be more like tin hats, more guys that are grunt players, garbage players that dive for the ball. You are listening to the Scrambled Eggs Podcast on CrackedSidewalks.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Scrambled Eggs, your unofficial Marquette basketball podcast. You're on CrackedSidewalks.com. Joe McCann, Phil Bush, you're with you. And we hadn't planned on doing another podcast this summer, but Phil, when you get a chance to interview uh, one of the best players in program history, I guess that'll get us to fire it up. I mean, if the Travis Dean or bat signal goes up, you have to respond to it, correct? You answer that call. So uh, Travis Diener and Dwayne Wade are hosting an event called Wade versus Diener. It's going to be in Milwaukee area, Saturday, July 22nd, Sunday, July 23rd, and Monday, July 24th. We're going to let Travis tell you a lot more about it, and we're just not going to waste any time. We're just going to jump right into it. So here is our interview with the great Travis Diener. All right, folks, we are excited to be joined now by a man you all probably know if you clicked on the podcast, you know who I'm about to introduce, but he played his high school basketball at Goodrich High in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. He spent four seasons at Marquette University, including a run to the 2003 Final Four. Uh, when he graduated Marquette, he was third all-time in scoring, first all-time in three-pointers made. He's currently seventh all-time in scoring, third all-time in three-pointers made, third all-time in assists. He spent five seasons in the NBA, about a decade overseas, where he was a two-time Italian Cup winner. And he hit a shot in the TBT to win the Golden Eagles alumni team a million bucks. We, of course, are talking about Travis Diener. Travis, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, guys. Doing well. Glad to be on. So, Travis, obviously you're here to talk about we have a big event coming up in Milwaukee later in July. It's called Wade versus Diener. That's the name of the – it's a three-day event. Let's just start with a simple question. What is Wade versus Diener? What do people need to know about it? Well, it's a it's a three day weekend that will will culminate with a golf outing on on Monday, July twenty fourth at the Bog. Uh, but to kick it off, we're doing a a girls youth camp, uh, and I think just a chance for for young ladies to come and get better. And we'll have a lot of uh, former Marquette players there, uh, current men's and women's players there helping out and, and trying to give. Uh, some young women uh, an opportunity to get better but mostly to ha hang out have fun and maybe learn a little bit learn a little bit uh, about basketball uh, the following night will be the the tee-off party downtown at discovery world where there'll be a lot of games it's kind of like a a tailgate party but not like an informal tailgate party where we're you know having fun uh playing a bunch of games competing i think if anyone knows uh you know who Dwayne and myself are we we like to have a lot of fun but we're also extremely competitive. So, uh, you know, there'll be teams broken up and, and it'll be, you know, kind of my team versus Dwayne's team. And uh, he's going to, he's going to face a pretty uphill battle based on, you know, kind of the, the golfing I've seen him do in, in the past. <laughs> well, and I mean, I mean, you guys are both, you know, competitive animals. So how much is having uh, the competition part of this, you know, critical to, to you guys participating because it is ultimately for a good cause but it seems like you guys want to you know kind of kind of get in in each other's ear as part of it yeah i mean when we initially started talking about this last summer uh you know during the the 20 year uh reunion stuff uh where we were all back you know it was it was Dwayne kind of saying like what kind of uh what, what characteristics about this kind of event do we want and and both of us, you know, agreed that it should be something that's obviously we're raising awareness, we're raising funds for children's literacy. 
but also we wanted to make it competitive between, you know, Dwayne and myself, uh, you know, we go way back. And I think part of the reason that our, our teams were successful was the uh, collective competitiveness from, you know, each and every one of the individuals on that team and the head coach. So again, it, why is uh, supporting youth literacy such an important thing to both you and Dwayne? Well, it starts, you know, Dwayne started this, you know, a while ago, you know, with his sister and, you know, I think Dwayne growing up and then being a, you know, a prop 48 when he came out of uh, high school, I think is very personal for him. And he wants to give every kid a chance to succeed. And uh, I think children's literacy, uh, you know, raising awareness and raising money uh, for inner city kids to to have the same opportunities that everyone else has is, is extremely important to him. And uh, obviously with me, it's just, you know, kind of piggybacking on him and, and kind of uh, just doing everything I can to, to help out in, in organizing this, this event and, and trying to uh, put things together, you know, because I am, you know, obviously still living in the area. So then, you know, so you've got the, you, it's, it's fundraising for, for the literacy, literacy programs, you know, and there's a golf outing, you get to kind of watch you and Dwayne and others in, in different levels of competition kind of, how do how do folks kind of participate? How do they get a piece of the action? Can they you know can they get up and close up close and personal while you and Dwayne are, are trash talking? How does how does that work for the, the to the folks that want to support literacy and uh, watch a I mean, we'll say healthy competition? Yeah, I mean I think there's a number of different ways. First, starting with the basketball camp, you know there's going to be you know, over 120 young girls in there. And, you know, obviously there'll be a lot of uh, parents sitting in there watching and that'll be very hands-on, you know, Dwayne, myself and others who are coaching will be very present and, uh, you know, walking around and teaching girls and talking to girls and hopefully giving them uh, an experience that they'll never forget. And, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, naive to, to think that I'm ultra important, but, you know, I know what Dwayne means to a lot of people and what he's accomplished in his life. So that personal experience, you know, Dwayne, I'm at, I'm at the gym all the time. They see me all the, all, you know, every day, but for Dwayne to come in, I think kids will get an incredible experience just being around him and, and seeing how personal he is. Uh, and then you go to the tailgate, the, the tee off party and then the golf and uh, just a chance to hang, hang around. And if, if people were around us last year for the reunion stuff, it's, it's very relaxed. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of talking going on. It's very, uh, it, it's not, it's just a lot of fun. And Dwayne, I think, feels uh, – I've said this before. I think Dwayne feels very at home when he comes back and he's around people that, you know, knew him uh, 20 years ago, kind of when it all started for him. So there's different ways you can donate. Fans can donate $10 and get get a chance to, to win a trip to join either Dwayne or, my, or Dwayne or myself's team for golf. I think, you know, during the golf outing, there'll be a lot of interacting. They'll be hanging out. They'll be – they'll be – drinks flowing there'll be trash talking there'll be just uh, a very relaxed but very competitive and fun environment uh, that people can look forward to sorry go ahead you know i was just gonna ask i mean will we if you win will we see a uh a finish with a uh, certain brand of uh beverage similar to the tbt days well there's gonna be a lot of drinking that day and uh, i'm counting on winning so yeah it'll probably be uh, I've been drinking a lot of Miller High Life lately, so I think I'm I've changed over to High Life. Oh, the champagne of beers, yeah, excellent. Exactly. So it, it kind of makes sense, right? When I win, that I'll just do the not not you know not the the normal champagne, but the champagne of beers. 
Perfect. Uh, I'm counting on winning and winning pretty easily. <laughs> no, Travis, you mentioned the uh, the tee off party and the golf adding again. Uh, you, you can, if you're looking interested in tickets, foursomes that are on sale at Wade versus Diener givesmart.com we'll post the links when we post the podcast as well but what else can people expect when they're looking forward to that tee off party and the golf outing you mentioned there may be some, some other people there that people are going to recognize besides you and Dwayne any teasers on some other people who are going to be there no I think we'll, we'll keep that under wraps for a while I mean obviously with the the uh the connection to our, our final you can count on final four guys being there um but other you know local celebrities and people that are very recognizable I think we'll we'll join in and uh, it'll be a great experience for, I think, everybody involved. Uh, like I said, a lot of fun, relaxed, uh, maybe see, maybe seeing, you know, Dwayne in a different light than you maybe see him uh, on TV or playing basketball. Uh, I think he's, I mean, based on how he was last year, he's very relaxed and very comfortable uh, in, in just trying to have, you know, trying to have a good time and raise money and awareness, but, you know, just enjoying ourselves. And I think everybody will. Yeah, I can attest to that, at least from afar. I was in the, you know, I have season tickets to to Marquette and uh I was in the in in the audience when uh when the the 03 team was was honored and just watching the team from the the, the opposite corner from where I sit, just interacting with the fans. It was I, I, I remarkable is probably too too strong a word, but it was definitely like it looked like a homecoming. It didn't look like a bunch of celebrities coming in and, and doing a bit and then leaving. There was a lot of engagement. So it, it sounds like that's, that's going to be pretty similar to this event. Yeah. I mean, if, if you've interacted with, you know, any one of us, I think off the court or even now that we're, you know, 20 years removed from that, that moment or that, that time in our lives, I think, you know, we all feel such gratitude towards Marquette and what we kind of accomplished, but you, you kind of reflect and and that's kind of where it all started for, for all of us, you know, some of us had professional careers. Some of us are doing well professionally in other aspects. But I think if you go down the line of every player on that team is doing really well in life. And I think that's a credit to, you know, like I talked about before, collectively, we're, we had so many things that were, were just right. And you kind of know that. And then, you know, I think if you see us from afar, if you're from me personally, when we all get back together, that was the first time we'd ever been back together since we left that locker room uh against Kansas and it just felt like nothing had really changed in, in 20 years yeah Travis I, I remember all of us watching that uh that reunion weekend when you guys all got back together obviously that's for many Marquette fans I mean that's been the high point of the program for most of our lives any of us uh I guess uh 40 and younger um but I, I thought it was great that literally every player on the team right I mean like every single player on the roster including walk-ons that like they were all there coaches were there coach cream was there how close are you guys 20 years later? I mean, do you still talk to a lot of them? Uh, I mean, how close-knit is that group, especially uh, after that journey you guys went through that year? Yeah, I mean, I, I me personally, and I, I think, you know, I'm close with a, a lot of those guys, and, and part of it is because I, I see a lot of them daily uh, with, you know, I see Joe and Steve all the time. Todd is in the neighborhoods. I see him all the time. Uh, you know, so it's, it's easier. Rob is – uh, in, in Milwaukee. So it's easy that way. And, uh, then when you add Dwayne and Dwayne comes back and, you know, Terry's down in Chicago and Karen's in Texas, but you know, it's like, he never missed a beat. And I think that's how, you know, teams are. That's how guys are. You know, once you can go, you can go months without really talking to somebody, but when they come back into your life, it's like, you never, you never missed a beat. And that's kind of how we are collectively. It's, it turns into, 
a lot of making fun of Coach Crean now because we can get away with it. Uh, but it's just uh, – it was a special team. You know, we were very talented. I'm not saying we weren't. But, you know, you have to have a lot of things go right to make it to the final four. And, and talent isn't just – just the only thing we were collectively really tight. And I think when we get back together, you can really see that like Phil, you were saying from afar, it just, it's, there's not a lot of, it, it seems genuine. And, and for me, right. it, it, it feels genuine from everybody and it's not, you know, okay, here's, here's Dwayne just, you know, getting a standing ovation and leaving and never talking to anybody. No, we've had a, you know, we have a group text message that, you know, will go on fire for like a week and then might not hear from anybody in like six months, but then it picks right up. So, you know, throughout our, our lives, we, we still stay, uh, you know, pretty close to each other. Have you considered selling screen grabs of the team making fun of Crean in the chat as uh, some sort of fundraising mechanism? Because I, I, I think would, there I would, would be, there would I be would, some money in that. I think we'd all be, be very scared of feeling the wrath <laughs> if that ever got released from Coach Crane. You know, he still has that. <laughs> intimidating factor about him but you know we can really we can really ride him now and, and not feel like we're gonna have to get up and you know run uh, yeah stay yeah. so uh, he doesn't have that power to make you do stairs or anything now i mean you can say no, sorry not man any, not, not anymore no thank god hey, you know you know of course Dwayne is uh you know he was recently selected he's gonna be the first marquette player to be in the naismith memorial basketball hall of fame and you know during that run in 03 i'm sure you all knew you were playing with a guy who was going to be a pro and a guy who was going to have a good career. Did it ever occur to you back then that I'm playing with a hall of famer? No, no. And it, it, it's, it's one thing to know you're playing with someone special and we all, everyone knew it. I mean, you don't, you're not a first team all American uh, and do some of the things he did in college without knowing he's special, but to say he's, you know, he's a, he's a top probably 25 player of all time. Uh, you know, that's, I think asinine for anyone to really say that uh, he had all the, you know, Dwayne had the intangibles that you couldn't see unless you're around him a lot. And I think people that were outside the program probably didn't appreciate that as much as they should have, because they obviously they couldn't see it, but his unselfish, his unselfishness, his uh, willingness to learn, uh, you know, and he has, he kind of has, he's, he's a good athlete. He's a great athlete, but he's really long he's got great footwork he's got these this game that's kind of old school with his floaters his use to the backboard uh the little things are what i think i learned from him is or i appreciated about him is is okay he's gonna be a really good player not what i've ever thought a hall of famer never in a million years but you know those little things go far and he just kept getting better and better and uh you know, he, he obviously sacrificed a lot during his NBA career to win. And I think that says a lot about him as well. Yeah, well, and kind of building on the the, the that overall 03 run, like you guys and, and part of, you know, why you guys are so, so good friends and, and still in touch is you were kind of in the crucible, you were in the fire together. But in that season, how much or how soon did you guys kind of recognize maybe this was going to be a special season and, and how did you guys kind of deal with that pressure of knowing, Hey, there's, there's something special here at the end, but we got to get there. Yeah, I think it was, I think it took a lot longer than maybe people would realize we didn't start off that year very well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think a lot of the question and, 
the question was, well, who's going to like, we lost Cordell. So then it was on, I was going to be the point guard, but there's question marks. I mean, I was a freshman. I was coming in, I was going to be a sophomore, a different role. Obviously we had Rob sitting out. No one knew what to expect from Rob. And then we had, you know, we had some, we had Dwayne who had a great freshman year, but you know, you just don't know. And then you have freshmen coming in. So, you know, we started off, you know, we lost, we lost to East Carolina early. We lost to, uh, we lost to Dayton and we lost to Notre Dame in which we got embarrassed. And so when you start off and you lose three out of your first, I think 10 or 11 games, uh, you think you're good, but you know, when you're losing those types of games, you, you know, there's some doubt. And I think personally, I felt like, okay, you know, there's a lot on my shoulders. I am the point guard. I got to produce, I got to play well to help these guys out. And then, you know, as you get on a roll, uh, there's moments during the season where you win some, some games, you do some things that maybe, Nobody expected you to do. I think I've talked about it numerous times as the game at Louisville. Uh, you know, we were down 19 in the first half against the top five team in the country. They beat us, you know, 10 days before at home. And to come back and win that game, I think, you know, after that game, we're like, okay, like we have the makings of something special and, and we can make a run. But as you guys know, as, as Marquette fans know, even to last year, you know, the tournament is – there's no guarantee in, in yep. any of that. And we found out right away. I mean, we very easily could have lost the first game. And yeah. it's a fine line. You should never – it's hard to judge a team, and we get credited for having – and we had a great year. I mean, we won conference. We won uh, – we went to the Final Four. Like, the, the team this past year loses in the second round, and it's kind of like, well, what happened? Well, this team still won. The regular right. season Big East championship and won the tournament championship. That's still a great team. And one game I don't think should define anything, whether that's winning or losing, because they did have such a phenomenal season. Well, they beat the eventual national championship champion two out of three times. So, you know, transitive property says, but we'll yes. leave that for another podcast. The tournament is uh you know, you get a matchup, and it's all matchups. And, you know, Michigan State probably wasn't the right matchup for that team. Uh, but I know I'm not – I'm going off on the, the current team, which is good. I, I think that's going to just – and I've seen it firsthand, the fueling – the fuel that that's, that loss has given this team. And uh, I'm incredibly excited for for what the next, you know, nine months will hold for, for Marquette basketball. Yeah, Travis, I know we only got you for a couple more minutes, and I, I do want to get back to the golf thing real quick, but I did want to ask you one more thing about the current team, and because you guys got to bond with them and hang out with them, especially during that reunion weekend. What can you say about Shaka and the guys he has coming back and just the energy they have brought back into the program over the last two, three years? Yeah, it's it's you got to give Shaka a lot of credit. Um, the, the culture is, is phenomenal. The, the kids they have playing and you can see it. I mean, you watch them play. It's a, it's in a, it's a fun group to watch play basketball. They play an incredible style. They're selfless. Uh, I think Tyler is the best point guard in the country. He kind of gets everybody going and then, but you know, everyone kind of fits a role and they all accept that role. And, you know, it's just a team that I think the expect, and I hate to put expectations on, on a group of young kids, but, they, I think they're, they have high expectations for themselves and they, they think they should go to the final four this year. And, you know, nothing, nothing that I've seen should uh, alter that. They are, uh, they got everything you need in a, in a championship level team. And they proved that last year, uh, you know, obviously losing Omax uh, hurts, but you know, you got young guys that are going to take steps. You have freshmen that are going to prove to be very valuable. Let's say, uh, 
Shaka and that staff and, and obviously the players of, you know, Marquette is, is, uh, is back again and, and at a high level at a high, high level. Absolutely. So it's going to be Wade versus Diener. That's Saturday, July 22nd is the basketball camp. Sunday, July 23rd is the tailgate party. Monday, July 24th is the golf outing. Find out more Wade versus Diener.givesmart.com. And one last thing, Travis, I wanted to ask you about. There's another contest out there. Make sure I'm saying this right. It's the Casio contest. Uh, looks like they could, with a, a small donation, they can get involved here. What it's what can you tell me about this Casio contest and what do people need to know about it with the golf outing? Yeah, all they have to do is donate as as less as ten dollars. Obviously, we've talked about it. it's such a great cause, and you know they'll pick a winner here. I think in uh, maybe the seventeenth of July, and that covers. It could be someone in California. They could win. It covers uh, airline and, and lodging, uh, and two people can come and, and join either Dwayne or myself on on their teams. They hang out all day, have fun. Uh, so as little as ten dollars, you can you can have quite the weekend. Uh, up here in Wisconsin, obviously, uh, the weather up here in, in July is is uh, I think the best in the country. So it's uh, it should be a great time for anyone who's lucky enough to win that 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 uh, that raffle. Yeah, I'm in Texas. I, I'm in Texas, so I would take some Wisconsin weather right now. Too hot down there. Yeah. So, but again, that's it. if you're interested in that contest, it's go.cazio. That's c-a-u-z-e-o dot com slash golf. Travis, I know you got to go. We really appreciate the time. Good luck with this uh, Wade versus Diener. Uh, I, I can't say I play favorites. I mean, I won't both of you, but you're the one who's on the podcast. So I'm going to say good luck to you and hope we see you celebrating with that champagne of beers. Um, unless it, unless Dwayne has something up his sleeve, I'm I'm the heavy favorite right now. <laughs> you're, you have high expectations, just like the 24 season, the 2024 I, season. I, I'm, I'm, I might be, I might have too high expectations for this whole weekend, but uh, I'm very confident. I, I'm I'm very confident. Not my own golf game in Dwayne's golf game. <laughs> correct, correct. It's 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 like the modern generation Charles Barkley. Yes, exactly. <laughs> wow, what wow. we need to well, Dwayne may need to respond. To that, hey, hey, Travis. Again, we really appreciate the time. Good luck with everything. And hey, let's bring him back on again and talk more Marquette basketball soon. I'd love to. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Travis. Thank you. Thanks, Travis. And again, we thank Travis Diener very much for joining us here on Scrambled Eggs. Phil, it's always great to hear from Travis. Uh, I think we got to get him back on here more and just uh, just grill him more about stories from 2003 because I know he was short on time and he's doing a lot of media stuff this week, but uh, it was great to hear from Travis. Oh, I, that, that, that interview was awesome. I want to dig more into the 03 stuff. And I love the, the unadulterated confidence that he has, A, in Dwayne Gwayne's golf game, and yeah. be in the tw in the the current team, right? You know, because yeah. I, I loved hearing, "Hey, they've got expectations for the Final Four, and they should have them." Like that—that's that's the confidence bordering on cocky we talked about in previous podcasts. So that that was awesome. I I, I love doing that, and we got to bring him back because uh, he's he's a fun interview. Yeah, well, maybe, who knows? Maybe we'll do more interviews before the season uh, gets going. But no promises on that. But we will do our best. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, this edition of uh, Scrambled Eggs. Again, so it's uh, Wade versus Diener. And if you're interested in more, uh, learning more about it, it's Wade versus Diener. So that's Wade, W-A-D-E versus V-S, Diener, D-I-E-N-E-R, dot givesmart.com. That's tickets and sponsorships if you're in, interested in that. And again, that uh, Casio contest that we mentioned right there at the end, uh, you can, it, that's go.casio.com slash golf. So Casio is C-A-U- Z-E-O, if you are interested in that. As always, we welcome your feedback. Uh, 
hit us up on Twitter. Or is it uh, threads now, Phil? Are we doing threads? I, I'm not going to threads. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I, staying on Twitter. Yeah, like I will be on Twitter until it burns to the ground. Uh, but who knows? Maybe we'll be on threads eventually. But yeah, still Twitter for now. I'm Joe McCann 3. Phil is M-O-O-O-F 23 at Crack Sidewalks is a team handle. Go to cracksidewalks.com. We post a podcast there. We have a Scrambled Eggs Facebook page as well. And uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Phil, I know you got to get going. I got to get going too. So, hey, good to check in with you. And who knows? We'll do this again soon. Yeah, I love it. Tell us what you think. Go, go donate. Seashells and balloons, everybody.